By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Have you seen the slash? Made by users for users. Engineered for flavor. One of the coolest features around. A built-in loading tool. Learn more at www.stonesmiths.ca. One hitters, getting to know the guests of the Cannabis 101 podcast just a little more. This is One Hitters with John Fowler of Blaze Ventures. John, are you ready for One Hitters? I'm always ready for a One Hitter. I knew that would be the answer. Let's start off with what your favorite THC cultivar is. Uh, my favorite THC cultivar, I'm going to go with Headband but a very particular strain of headband a friend of mine used to grow. I smoked it for the first time in a moving truck on Queen Street East when I was about 19 years old. And uh, it's a flavor I'll remember forever. My mother-in-law said it smelled like a deli. Uh, but to this day, it's like one of my most pleasant cannabis flavor memories, even though that was uh, almost 15 years ago. Uh, that's that's what it, it just sticks with you something really good definitely sticks with you do you have one on the cbd side uh i do um so oh geez how long ago now this was three or four years ago i was in spain for spanibus uh we were working with dinafem back then and uh the ceo of dinafem gifted me some blueberry kush cbd it was the first time i had had thc tasting flour that was cbd and I had the greatest night. We had this bag of it, like a pretty good sized bag that I forgot I had. And I was there with uh, Matt Rogi, who's the, the grower that I built seven acres with. He runs Rogue Botany now. And uh, at the last minute, I'm like, Matt, we're flying out tomorrow. We didn't smoke this big bag of weed. And he's like, it's CBD. I'm like, yeah, but it smells good. Let's try it. And we, we had one of those future roller king size rolling machines. And we rolled like gaggers, like big two, three gram gaggers. And we sat in the beach in Barcelona and just smoked a copious amount of cannabis uh, until about three in the morning when we had to go to bed to catch our flights. But that to me was the, it opened my eyes to the recreational aspect of CBD. Like obviously I love the medicinal possibilities, but just that idea of like, kind of like light beer almost where you can just sit and and, and pound down joints and, and still, you know, stay awake and keep your wits about you, I think is a big untapped opportunity for the space moving forward. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the daily consumption of CBD and what other method throughout the day is going to become very popular down the road. Do you have a favorite consumption method? I'm a smoker through and through. So I, I pretty much consume all of my cannabinoids in one of two ways. Uh, one gram joints are bigger. I think when they're too small, they don't taste right. Um, and I, I dab a lot of live resin. Um, so for me, that's, that's that full plant, full spectrum experience. Uh, once you start getting into selective spectrum, I'm not as fan of a concentrate. 
Um, and for me, like, you know, I grew up smoking joints and I'll probably die smoking joints. I, it might not be cool by the time I'm, I'm hopefully 120, but, um, you know, I, I just, I think I'll roll until my fingers can't do it anymore. Awesome. Uh, do you have a favorite accessory then? Maybe a favorite type of paper or, or uh, maybe something with the dab rig? So, uh, I don't, I don't have one now, but, uh, uh, we made some custom Supreme rolling papers when I was at Supreme. We actually spent a long time getting the exact right paper. I have a lifetime supply of those, so I will probably use Supreme rolling papers for the rest of my life just to have so many. Uh, but for me, um, I've been fortunate to be gifted a lot of beautiful rigs over the years. Uh, usually I have it sitting behind me on our Zoom call, but uh, I'm actually using it right now. Uh, a couple years ago for our anniversary, I, I bought my fiance. Uh, a me glass blaze so blaze is actually our dog i, I named our business uh, after our dog he's a miniature husky super cute and i got me glass who's a really famous glass blower formerly from canada now in colorado to make us a little replica of our dog that we smoke out of so there's something interesting that we smoke a uh, big big cannabis stand for blaze independent growers so we smoke our blaze dabs on our blaze rig while we're staring at the dog uh, it's all quite nice that is awesome i absolutely love uh, that story and the backstory behind it. Uh, what about the story of your first experience? What was your first dance with Mary Jane like? <laughs> um, so I, I won't confirm or deny whether or not I was 19 when this happened. Uh, but the first time I consumed cannabis was with a really good friend of mine whose dad at the time. So to this day, his dad tells me that I have never shown him cannabis better than the cannabis we pinched off him for our first time. So whether that's true or not, I don't know. But we got a corn cob pipe from the corner store and a book of matches and we smoked the bowl. And at that time, I had seen a lot of people smoke pot in the park and I kind of knew what happened. You laugh, you sit down for a bit, you get hungry, all good. I got glued to the floor and for a couple hours could not stand up. So when I came to and I tried to think about what happened, the only logical conclusion I had was I must have inhaled something from the match head that I'm allergic to because I've never seen someone smoke weed in the park and lie down for an hour. Um, so basically I spent probably a few months of my life thinking I was allergic to matches. And if you lit a match near me, I'd run in the other direction because I was worried if I smelled the sulfur, I'd lie down on the ground for an hour. Uh, but that was, that was my first time. And um, luckily I realized later that it was just too much too soon uh, and, and figured out how to control it. And I've been uh, effectively a daily consumer ever since. Oh, that's good. Uh, we all have some interesting uh, first-time stories for sure. You, you've been able to uh, get high with a lot of different people, I'm sure. But is there one person you would still like to get high with? Is there somebody on your bucket list, maybe? Hmm. So I've been super fortunate. I've crossed a lot of people uh, off my bucket list. You know, I smoke with Snoop. I smoke with Wiz. Uh, there's a painting sitting right above me. Uh, that's actually when Wiz gave me the KK for the first time when we were working with him. Um, so there's a lot. If, if I could think of uh, a, a real bucket list person that, that I would love to smoke with, uh, I would love to um, smoke with, with the original founder of ChemDog, right? That's a guy, apparently he lives in a trailer, still loves weed. You know, this is a guy who basically invented modern cannabis, all of our OGs and everything. Uh, have a lot of genetic lineage back to him. So that would definitely be uh, somebody that I, that I would love to smoke with. But I got to say, every time I'm asked that question, I'm just fortunate how many people and check marks I've been able to, to put on my list. They say, uh, don't meet your heroes. And, and I say, do as long as you're going to get high with them. 
Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Uh, so my next question is, who's the most famous person that you have been high with? But you've listed uh, so many names. I don't know if you could narrow it down, but maybe maybe the person that, that that is famous that you you know maybe smoked a joint with, where you felt like, wow, that was it. Like I never thought that would happen. Absolutely. So for me, um, there's two. So one that really stands out. Uh, I was able to smoke a joint in the parking lot at Seven Acres. Uh, with Ed Rosenthal. So mm. that was like the coolest event. Ed, you know, I grew up reading Ed's books, learning how to grow and to have him come out to our facility and not just come out, like ask me questions. Like he's asking my team questions about growing. It was like mind blowing. He signed autograph books and then uh, he was about to, to leave. He had a driver taking him back to Toronto and all of a sudden somebody says, well, you know, it wouldn't be right if we didn't have a joint and it was post legalization. So it was all good to go. Nobody had to go back to work and uh, really enjoyed that but but i gotta say the most memorable was the first time i smoked khalifa because with Wiz khalifa uh i wanted to hate on the brand right i wanted to think it was some celebrity slapping his name on some weed to make a buck and what i realized is not only is kk one of the nicest ogs i've ever consumed um but i i witnessed this conversation between Wiz and his grower where Wiz complained that this batch of kk was a little bit harsher than the last one and i realized this was not a plan for Wiz to make a lot of money slapping his name. This is a guy who loves weed. And when he got celebrity money, the first thing he did is make the perfect weed for him. And I was like, damn, I got to do that for myself one day. Uh, and that's, that's the point of meeting your heroes because sometimes they actually turn out to be what they seem to be. So that is uh, wonderful. Now, let's get into fictional characters. Doesn't have to be on the cannabis side, but... What fictional character, book, TV, movie, anything like that, would you like to get high with? Fictional character. Um, I mean, just because I, I, I would love to get high with the the pair of them from Pineapple Express. So I, in real life, I'd like to smoke with Seth and James, uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco. But practically speaking, I feel like hanging out with the two characters from uh, Pineapple Express, it'd be a good time. We'd smoke some cross joints. Uh, you know, be all good. Awesome. Do you have a favorite cannabis character, book, TV, or movie? Uh, so for me, I I love the Pineapple Express movie. When that came out, it was such a, so as someone who was already an activist involved in the space, to see like a Hollywood film, you know, like those are normal cannabis guys, right? It wasn't glamorizing some fancy, you know, big time kingpins. It wasn't Cheech and Chong kind of stuff. I was like, hey, I know people like this. Um, so for me, that was, that's sort of my favorite cannabis media to date. Indeed. Uh, what is your favorite go-to place to get high? Uh, right now it's our garage cause we don't smoke in the house anymore and it's cold AF outside. <laughs> uh, but for me, um, I gotta say my, my favorite thing is, is, you know, traveling, whether it's in Ontario or, or around the world and just finding a, a, a cool spot and, nestling down and, and rolling a joint usually with my fiance Zoe and, and just enjoying it. I think, uh, you know, we've been fortunate in our lives to travel to some great places, you know, whether again, around our own city or around the world. And I think we enjoy those places a little more than most people. Cause you know, we don't just sit and look at the view for a second. We like to sit down and, and spend 20, 30 minutes consuming some great cannabis and, and enjoying the view or enjoying, enjoying the world. But to me, it's that those outside just glorious experiences. I've had some, uh, miraculous smokes in my life and uh, almost all of them been outside with great people and great cannabis. 
Yeah, no doubt. Is there a kind of a, a bucket list place where you haven't uh, uh, been able to, to consume or get high that you're like, yeah, I really would like to be there one day? Um, so as funny as it is, I've never been to Amsterdam. Mm. So I need to get myself there before they close all the cannabis shops, which looks like they're trying to do. Um, but but that's something I, I've been fortunate to enjoy the clubs in Barcelona. Um, that's something the world needs. The world needs those cannabis social clubs. Um, and, and it's on my bucket list to get myself to Amsterdam and, uh, you know, enjoy some coffee and a smoke in, in some of those famous head shop or sorry, famous coffee shops that, you know, I've been hearing about since since I got into the cannabis space. Awesome. What goes well with weed in your opinion? That's a trick question. Everything goes well with weed. I know. That's, that is uh, the right I would start with, with I would start with more weed. That's always a good one. Uh, but food, I, I love to cook. Um, I'm fortunate that in 2020 and now 2021, I only have to engage with the world from the chest up. Uh, but but that's my favorite thing to do. I, I love to, to cook good food. And, um, you know, and, and I for me, that joint sort of when cooking's done before you sit down to eat is always an important uh, reset and, and get you in the, the mood to, to really enjoy. About slang words, do you have a favorite slang word for wheat? Um, I mean, I still call it pot all the time. I think mm. I'm super old school in that. And like we're supposed to call it cannabis and fancy. When I got into the space, if you called it cannabis, you were either a physician or you were Dutch. And that was about it. And now, you know, it's all we call it. But uh, uh, I still can't get away with or get away from uh, calling it pot, it seems. All right. Let's wrap up uh, one hitters with what is your favorite terpene? So this is an interesting question. I'm going to say terpinaline, but that's just because uh, with terpinaline, we were able to um, uh, we were able to create Jack Hayes. So one of my proudest moments at Seven Acres is uh, we commercialized Jack Hayes. It was one of the first terpinaline dominant sativas in the market. And terpinaline is just this beautiful, sweet terpene. It's, It's not my favorite to smoke, but it jumps out of a jar at you. Uh, but practically speaking, I, I'm a gas guy, uh, so I guess if I didn't say myrcene and beta caryophylline, I'd be lying. Good stuff. This has been One Hitters with John Fowler of Blaze Ventures. Check out the full interview at Cannabis101podcast.ca. Check us out and follow us on social media at the Cannabis 101 on Twitter, at the Cannabis 101 Podcast on Instagram. And at the Canna 101 Podcast on Facebook. You can email us at cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.